I cannot imagine a better place, a better state anywhere for outdoor recreation than the state of Utah. We have such a variety and it's so accessible. We really have an amazing place for recreation. Utah is known around the world for its beautiful landscapes and amazing outdoor recreation opportunities. From the greatest snow on earth in the Wasatch Mountains to the Red Rock Canyons of Southern Utah, we are truly blessed to call this incredible state home. With these incredible natural resources and natural wonders, preserving our state's recreational assets is one of the majority caucus's policy priorities during the 2023 session. Not only so we can enjoy all that Utah has to offer, but so future generations can continue to get out and experience these natural beauties. Here today to talk with us about our efforts to develop and improve outdoor recreation is Representative Jeff Stenquist. Representative, thank you so much for taking the time today. You bet. It's great to be here. So, Representative, you've been involved in the outdoor recreation area throughout your service in the legislature. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your background and why this issue is so important to you personally? You know, as many of us do, I love to recreate in our wonderful outdoors. I ski, I mountain bike, I do all the things that we love and we have so available here to us in the state of Utah. During my service on the city council in Draper, I championed building out the trail system in Corner Canyon. And so I've long been an advocate of enhancing and expanding recreation opportunities. In the legislature, I've had the opportunity to work on recreation. You know, and I've been thinking we work on a lot of really weighty issues here in the state, whether it's supporting, you know, first responders or education and other big issues. And so sometimes outdoor recreation seems like it's just fun. It's just about having fun, which is true, but it's such an important part of the quality of life that we enjoy here in the state. And for so many families and people that come here for our recreation opportunities, it really is a major part of what it means to live in Utah. And we need to make sure that we're protecting our outdoors and our recreation assets and making sure that we're enhancing those opportunities as people and families get out into the outdoors. So I think that's a really important area that we do need to have some focus on. Now, you also chair our Economic Development Workforce Services Committee. So you probably see this even from a little bit different of an angle, that recreation is not just something fun to do, but it's also a huge economic driver in our state. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, that's absolutely true. Our outdoor recreation economy and our tourism brings billions of dollars into our Utah economy. And so it's incredibly important. There are families and businesses that that's their livelihood as well. And so it's very important to Utah's economy, particularly in certain rural areas and some of our smaller communities that rely on those tourism dollars. Having worked on recreation, what I've learned is that recreation touches so many different issues, whether it's environmental issues, public lands, economic development, all of these things come together. It's a kind of a spider web of policy that touches so many different things, but it's also makes it very exciting, but it's a lot of work too. There's a lot going on in the space. Now, several years ago, you ran the bill to create the Outdoor Adventure Commission. What exactly is the purpose of this commission? What is the work that it does? And how does that work impact the state as a whole? It was identified a few years ago that Utah doesn't have a long-term strategic plan for recreation. And so that was really the start of why we created the commission was to create our first statewide recreation strategic plan. And so now that we have the commission organized that I chair, we partnered with the Institute of Recreation and Tourism at Utah State University. We're working with them as partners to gather data on inventorying all of our recreation assets throughout the state, coming up with data on where are the usage trends, where we need to focus our resources, where are the bottlenecks. And so we 
did a tour throughout the state. We visited different communities and gathered input from various stakeholders during last summer. We're compiling that data and coming up with the draft plan. We'll do another series of workshops throughout the state, gathering more public input in order to finalize that plan by the end of this year. So essentially, rather than just kind of having a a one-off recreation project here or there throughout the state, the the entire purpose of this commission is really to get a sense of what exactly it is that Utahs want and what recreation assets do we lack so that we can be strategic in the way that we we go about funding and building these projects. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, that's correct. And different areas have different visions and plans for recreation. So we want to be able to make sure that as a state we're providing support and partnering with different communities across the state on helping them with whatever vision they have for that area, whether it's in the Uinta Basin or in Grand County or Washington County, all these different areas. And in addition, we have certain hotspots in the state where there's lots of recreation happening, lots of tourism happening. And some of these areas are getting a little bit overrun, but there are opportunities throughout the state that are maybe a little bit more undiscovered. And so if we can help develop some of these more undiscovered areas, It will help the tourism in those areas, as well as maybe allow people to go and find other experiences that they can have away from some of the areas that are crowded. Now, you have a couple of bills this session to really build upon a lot of the work that we've done over years past to really expand our access to and expand our availability of these outdoor recreation opportunities. Your first bill is House Bill 224, Outdoor Recreation Initiative. What exactly is the purpose of this bill and how exactly will it tie into the previous work that we've done throughout the last several years? One of the things that I learned as I was traveling around the state, talking to different stakeholders and understanding what their concerns are and some of the obstacles that we encounter, I learned how important it is for us to coordinate between all sorts of different levels of government. We have so many different land use agencies, and particularly in the state of Utah, where two-thirds of our land is under management by the federal government. It's so important that we coordinate and we have good relationships to develop these recreation areas across all levels of government. I'll give you an example. You might have an OHV trail that goes across Forest Service land, BLM land, Sitla land, county land, and we don't want to have a piecemeal signage and management of that trail, whatever that recreation asset might be. And so what HB 224 does is it enables the Division of Recreation to create basically shared stewardship or co-management agreements between different land management agencies and different levels of government to say, hey, let's manage this trail or this campground or this boating area and let's pull our funds together, let's co-manage together so that we can enhance it and just manage it better and leverage funds from different sources as well. So it sounds like this outdoor recreation initiative really is about bringing all of these parties together all at the same table so that they can provide an asset that is beneficial for all Utahns. Is that fair to say? That's absolutely accurate, yes. Now, your next bill, this House Bill 384, this Outdoor Recreation Infrastructure Amendments, what exactly is it that this bill does and how does this tie in with your work on the Outdoor Recreation Initiative? So last year, we created the Outdoor Adventure Restricted Account, which is a funding source of a portion of sales tax revenue that's now dedicated toward recreation. So what HB 384 does is it's basically a follow-up to creating that account that now specifies how that money will be spent and what the process is for prioritizing where that money is allocated. So it specifies that a certain portion will go to state parks, a certain portion will go to grant programs that are already existing for local governments to build out recreation in their areas, as well as 
larger regional projects that would be prioritized through the Outdoor Adventure Commission and also be available to use for these shared stewardship agreements. So it just lays out the funding mechanism for that restricted account and how that money is going to be spent. We want there to be a process where projects can be reviewed, prioritized, and that's also tying into the strategic plan that we're creating with the Outdoor Adventure Commission because that's the document that's going to guide where we need to focus our attention and resources. The funding component of this seems to be one of the most critical, as you were describing prior to this whole collective, collaborative, and strategic initiative. We really, again, did not have a strategic plan or strategically prioritize a lot of the building out of our recreation assets. It was kind of just a one-off ordeal. Just over the last several years, we've started to institutionalize those funding systems so that we have a consistent investment into our outdoor recreation assets. Can you talk a little bit about what that looks like going forward and how that has fundamentally changed the game of outdoor recreation in Utah? I think the main thing is that now we have predictable revenue sources that can come in rather than every year having to come up with one-off funding allocations and appropriations for different projects and having different legislators coming in and, and, and having to ask for a little bit of money for a project in their district. Now we have a process where all of these projects can be reviewed, vetted, prioritized. It's a much better process that will help this funding going forward. So it really elevates us. I cannot imagine a better place, a better state in anywhere for outdoor recreation than the state of Utah. We have such a variety and it's so accessible. We really have an amazing place for recreation. And we also are leading the nation in how we've structured our outdoor recreation assets. We were the first in the country to create an office of outdoor recreation that has now grown into a full division under DNR. And other states are reaching out and asking what we're doing in Utah to manage outdoor recreation because we really are way out ahead of other states in this area. Now, with these policy changes this year, as well as the work that the Outdoor Adventure Commission is currently undertaking, what do you see as the future of outdoor recreation over the next several years? I certainly hope that we'll see the ability for families and individuals to get out and enjoy the backcountry and our amazing landscapes in a responsible way that will continue to be able to manage the increase in tourism and outside visitors as well. And we definitely saw this during the pandemic that people really were getting outside more and more all the time. So the growth is there. The growth is coming. We have to be able to manage it responsibly so that we protect these experiences for future generations. Thank you, Representative. Is there anything else that you would like to mention about the work that the legislature is doing in the outdoor recreation field? I just really appreciate all of the support that we've had from our legislature, our legislative leadership, and my other colleagues. A lot of people are really excited about it. I do want to mention one more thing. Senator Anderegg and I have created the first tourism and recreation caucus in the legislature. We went and met with the paragliders at Point of the Mountain to talk about an issue, and we were standing up on a windy bluff, and they did take me up paragliding, so I did have the opportunity to do that. But we were talking about how nothing compares to standing up in a spot like that and really seeing the issues. We need to sometimes get out of a committee room and get outside and really understand what's going on out in the field, out in these areas. And so that's really why we created this caucus. That was the time when we said we should create a caucus so that we can invite legislators out and to see and experience some of these areas for themselves. So that will help us inform us so that we can create better policies. Thank you, Representative. And we will look forward to seeing how these bills progress through the session and how these specific policy changes will really make an impact in the lives of all Utahns. Thank you so much.